Yo. Hey, welcome to the new meta. Episode 125. Yeah, 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 yeah. 125. So you made it. I did. Honduras and back or Costa Panama Rica. Wherever you, <laughs> wherever you went to. Um, yeah. That's awesome. It looked, uh, I, I saw your little pre-forecast and it looked uh, like it was going to rain and be miserable there the whole time. So, yeah. I mean, How it was, was, it was did you leave the envelope, like I said, on your desk where if you didn't make it back, all your stuff was there? Nope. Wow. I was confident, bro. Wow. It got pretty tough there. You know, I had to it's drive like, through some rivers and <laughs> let's, let's back up a little. Yeah. Like how was, like, how was the flight process? How's it, how do airports look these days? Are people acting like shit doesn't exist or is it uh, still, you know, what's yeah. remarkable to me is, you know, while I was in Costa Rica, I had multiple people that were from America, like go out of their way to approach me and talk about how Biden was going to run the country into the ground. I'm like, I don't even know you. And the first thing you want to talk to me about is a politics. Right. It's, just, it's wild. Like you're fleeting moments with complete strangers. You want to talk about politics with people? Like, it's just so stupid. But, That's weird. Yeah. It's super weird. Um, but yeah. Uh, flying, I mean, flying is, is actually pretty safe. Um, the statistics of like you getting Corona while you're on the flight, as long as you're wearing your mask and stuff. Cause they have like the HEPA filters built into the plane. Oh, that's cool. It's pretty low. Cool. cool. Even if someone like sneezes on you. So. Hmm. <laughs> if you like, bitch, if you sneeze on an airplane, you're, you're like, you're getting the death from everybody. Like <laughs> yeah. Every- like, there's nothing you can do. Like, let's just say right. you sneeze. Well, you, you sneeze, know? but like uh, the people's guttural reactions, like they sneeze and they like pull their mask down to sneeze. Oh, like, man. Oh, yeah. Sneezing your mask would be horrible. What if you like blue boogers in your mask? Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Yuck. Yuck. Oh, man. So, trip was good. You landed. You made it there. Yeah. Got completely well, rained on for the first two days, okay. soaked to the brim. Uh, but as soon as I crossed the Continental Divide, through the mountains it was like it was clear as day it was awesome actually and then uh got down to like the southwest coast and you know you you look at a map and there's like two big roads that you can see like you know like like usually when you zoom out mm-hmm. and you look at a country and then like you can clearly see there's like two roads like those are usually like highways you know or, or paved at the very least <laughs> and like the south one that i took I mean, it was like there was no pavement whatsoever. It was completely off road, like washed out. And then I got to like a river, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And like walked through it. I was like, "Well, I could probably do this." And so I, I drove through that. And two minutes later, I get to another one that's like even deeper. I'm like, "Fucking hell, this is insane!" Right. And then like five to seven minutes after that one, I got to one that was like, "This is a fucking like this is a straight up a river." I'm tra- I'm crossing like Kansas City River right now. <laughs> like it's crazy. Um. But I made it through that one too, thank God. And then, yeah, it was just, it was intense. It was really intense off-roading. I got no headlights. My electronics didn't work on the bike. It was pretty... No, no electronics as in like, so no tack, no speed, no yep. gas. No gas, no tack. Yep. Nope. Couldn't tell how fast I was going. The whole time like, they gave you a bike that didn't have a gasket? It, the first day it worked. And then the day two, I'm driving and it started flickering and it was just gone. Huh. Must have been all that rain you got caught in. Yeah, maybe. You know, that's that would suck. Gas gauge is, I mean, you can kind of shake it and feel it in the tank. Sure. Uh, it sucks know, it's, a couple it's, times. 
things when you're just like, man, this sucks. I don't know how much I got. Yeah. So that's cool, man. Glad you made it back. Glad the trip was fun. So how was it? How was it uh, going by yourself on a trip? Was it not as fun? Was it still cool? Like, it's just, it's so different, right? Like, cause you know, there's times where, yeah, like I, you know, when, when Lindsay goes on a trip with me, I had to make sure like she's fed every four hours or, you know, (laughs) hell freezes over. So you know, that was definitely different. And there's a couple of times where I was quite glad that she wasn't with me because I wouldn't want to, you know, drag her through the the awfulness that I had to endure a couple of times. But at the same time, you're like, you're each seeing places and they're beautiful. And you're like, isn't that pretty? Oh, it's just me. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> I'm just talking to myself. Um, yeah. But it was, it was good. It was different. Cool. 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 Let's get into some games. No. Now, man. So, anyways, have, more Costa Rica. <laughs> yeah, we don't have anything to talk about. No, nope. there's nothing on the schedule. Nothing happened. Yeah, so. just total resident sleeper. We can talk about Poe a little bit today. Yeah, we're gonna we're listen. We're gonna talk about all the things. We got an exciting schedule lined up. All jokes aside, D4 quarterly update hits. We got some random yep. Reddit stuff as always, and. Uh, Pichal is going to talk about, you know, dumb games that he plays. And then, yeah, it's going to be a good one. Uh, but so the poll from, gosh, what, three weeks ago now? Yeah. Well, yeah, that too. Only missed one. Only missed one pod. Did we? Okay. Yeah. Uh, is have you been getting hit with random desktop crashes or freezing in D3 this season? Yes or no? Did you? I think we talked about it a little bit. Um... Mm, yes, I did. For your three days that you played. Yep. Yep. <laughs> no, I played more than three days. I played I picked it up and I fired it up the other day. Oh wow. Yeah. Played a little bit in the season. Um I did get hit with some desktop crashes and I did get hit with some freezing. Uh I played it a couple days ago and I didn't get any desktop crashes, but I did get freezing. Mm. So that was um interesting. The freezes were in spots where I wouldn't have expected them. Mm. It just it just hit and I was just like it was three or four seconds of like freeze I'm, I thought the game had actually locked up you know it was long enough where I'm like okay well oh yeah suck. and then it unfreezes and I'm like okay cool um I lived through that one Jesus if I was playing hardcore what would I do you know what I mean yeah that, that'd be wild yeah so but uh just a couple but yeah it's definitely there it's definitely still a thing so yeah I got hit with it pretty hard this season when I was playing um it never really thankfully didn't really happen like when i was pushing or when i was torment farming it was always when i was like solo speed farming grs i would just lock up yeah we were that's what we were we were doing like a a gr90 i just grabbed a group of community members it wasn't not a high grader rift i was playing a monk so that's usually not a class that does it like you know with the god dh lag crap out of the servers last season so it was it just didn't make any sense it just hit and it's just like Okay. Yeah. Weird. So super weird. But yeah. voting, I guess this one's pretty one sided. Seventy <laughs> yeah. percent of the vote says yes. Thirty percent of the vote says no. Congratulations. Thirty percent. Good for you. Those are the ones that are playing Shadowlands. <laughs> yeah. Uh and then I kinda like I thought of this one while I was kind of on the flight. I don't know if we've even talked about this before or asked it before. Um but you know, with with you playing the cyberpunk, and yeah. uh, it kind of reminded me a bit of I don't know if you ever made it that far in Lost Ark, where you kind of get to like the the cyberpunk town in Lost Ark. Yeah, 
yeah, I've got to the end okay, game a cool. little bit. Yeah. Um, it kind of reminded me of that, and it's like, well, then it got me thinking about like I was playing the Devil Hunter, and you had the pistols and the guns, and yeah. they just came out with that new class that has like the Iron Man suit and technology, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so this, I thought this would be interesting. So the the question is, do you want to see a class with guns slash technology in Diablo Four? Yes or no? Yeah. Or no, it doesn't fit thematically. Yes, hell's yeah. Interesting. Interesting. The, the Lost Ark shit was pretty cool. It reminded me, the Lost Ark stuff reminded me a little bit of Midgard when I saw it. Oh, yeah. That area, I was like, oh, this is like FF7 vibes for sure, man. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get into the, the cyberpunk stuff, man. That's, it's been an interesting ride on that one, too. So yeah. We'll hit that up at the end of the podcast. Now, I got to set you up for this because I don't want to blow you away. Okay. okay. Don't blow me away. What? Big thing happened today. And I'm not okay. talking about the Diablo 4 quarterly update. You're not. No. Even bigger. Okay. And more updates. I almost said, I almost said so. I restrained <laughs> the jokes. Okay. Let's get <laughs> A crusader on console has found a goblin pack oh, on Reddit. No. Yes. What is that? I've never... Dude, play the clip. I've never... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sound. Yeah. It's unbelievable. So he goes, he oh, goes down this hallway and look at all the loot. Look at all, oh my god! I, I'm spamming upvote on this. Did you upvote that? <laughs> <laughs> I still these these honestly, these, I just feel like we're being trolled at this point because these still blow my mind that these just continue yeah. to happen, continue to get votes. Maybe I should clip every single one I get and post it. For upvote farming, yeah, you know what I mean. Because instant karma, maybe that's like it's a, it's a system. Yeah, maybe like it it's is. like a people give each other karma by like this unknown. Oh, just post a, a treasure. Yeah, goblin it's like it's like if you have bananas in your grocery cart at the produce aisle, you're single <laughs> looking to mingle or something. Have you heard these dumb this yeah, dumb shit? For yeah, sure. Like, what is this? Never heard of this. Oh, yeah. And then go ahead. Oh, that's, I mean, this just blows my mind. I've never seen this. This is, this is a weekly occurrence, I think. At this yeah, point. it really Every is. week you can go on and find one of these. I, maybe that means there's new players playing the game every that's week. That's gotta mean you that, know? right? Because if you see this for the first time, you probably are like pretty much like, goddamn. But, but is it, what was he playing on? Can you see the buttons on the controller right there? It's obviously console. Is it Switch or, or PlayStation? Uh, ZR, ZL? ZR Switch. Okay. So why would you have the footage captured on your Switch? Switch doesn't do a recall playback. You would have to have been streaming it. Or well, you could have like one of those. I don't know. <laughs> I actually have no idea. See, on PlayStation, it makes sense because PlayStation has a save a clip feature, like mm-hmm. where you can play and then you can hit the button and then it saves your last whatever minutes of gameplay footage, and then you can edit that right on the console. But Switch doesn't have that. So if you're playing on a Switch. That means like, you know, mm. to, I don't know. To me, it just seems like maybe it's a, it's a karma farm. But. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then this, I mean, this has triggered me. Okay. I saw this on Reddit okay. and it's very topical, right? Cause we're, we're coming up on the Christmas season and we talk yeah. about this week after week, you know, it, it's, it's oh, a cringe fest to see this. Don't get this off of your Diablo figurine, put a <laughs> Santa hat. I don't mind it, man. I don't mind it, man. Disgusting. It's okay. It's disgusting. It's. I got an elf on the shelf. There's dude. a special. The there's a special place in hell for people like this. That's all I'm talking. Wow. About. 
And Diablo, right? Like, hell, no. Okay. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. No. And then. Do you have Elf on the shelf? What the hell is Elf? Oh, is it? Okay. So Lindsay told me briefly about this. So Elf on a shelf are, are parents that are like setting up a little like a nativity scene for like a monkey or something to do some yeah. weird stuff. The fuck did she tell you? She told you. No. An elf on the shelf is like a little elf you buy and yeah. you hide them in the various places in your house. And every day you have to move them. Like your kids go to bed yeah, and, and you move the elf to a different spot and then the kids will try to find them. It that like sounds terrible. Makes like the elf's real. But my wife hit him on top of the ceiling fan in our living room. Uh. Like just kind of peeking <laughs> over. It was pretty clever. It's just, it's fun to try to hide the elf in clever ways. That's, that's the whole fun for me. Interesting. So. I've never done it. This is the first year I've got in on this elf on the shelf thing, but apparently it's been around for isn't, a little bit. Isn't the, you know, the Christmas enough? Now you got to like do something every night. Uh, I mean, I don't, my wife does it most of it, but <laughs> I'll do it like once or twice. <laughs> I'm, uh, the, I'm the worst. I can't even, I can't even play tooth fairy, right? Like, you know, kids believing in tooth fairy and then mm-hmm. like, my daughter's like, dad, my tooth's been under my pillow for a week. I don't think the tooth fairy knows. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, I'll send her a message. Maybe she didn't get the first nice. one. <laughs> like, well done. I mean? Yeah. Oops. <laughs> well, sorry, honey. Tooth Fairy's playing the new WoW Shadowlands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Cyberpunk. Cyber, Cyber Fairy 2077. Uh, and then, of course, what most people are here for to hear us talk about, and we'll probably talk about the most of the podcast, is... Mm-hmm. Big news, which neither of us saw coming today. No, I didn't think it was going to hit today. Yeah, was the Diablo 4 quarter four update. And this one, I mean, might arguably be the most juicy one we've received so far. I have to agree, man. I think it is. I think it is. It's, um, do you want to just start and go down and break it down as we read it? Or how do you want to hit this? How do you want to tackle this bad boy? Oh my gosh. Well, we can just hit up, you know, the... They're kind of bullet points. Okay. Right. I think that there's some interesting subjects that I kind of hit on in the video that I made, but I'm actually very curious of, of your thoughts. So, you know, they, they start with their, their three bullet points, right. Of what they wanted to kind of hit on. And I thought Mm -hmm. that the third sentence in particular was super interesting. So they said, finally, we're landing on an overall depth somewhere between Diablo two and Diablo three. Okay. What do you feel about that? What does that hit you with? Okay, so instantly I was a little like, damn, that's not as enough, is mm-hmm. what I thought. But then in my mind, I thought, well, I didn't play a lot of Diablo 2, so I don't know exactly how deep Diablo 2 is, um, because I, I've only played through it a couple times. So I was, I want it to be deep. I want a lot. Mm-hmm. And so if it's anywhere near Diablo 3, then I'm disappointed, right? So I'm hoping it lands more on the Diablo 2 side, but they said in between, which is like in the midpoint, you know, which makes me think that they're going to cater to casuals a little bit. Yeah. That being said, that sounds negative, and I'm happy about some other things I read in here. So we'll, yeah, we'll what, did you, what did you think, too, when you read that line? Well, so I read that line, okay, Diablo 2, Diablo 3. I agree that, you know, if I consider, you know, like if you got the hardcore path of exile you've got the d3 and the casual side spectrum like diablo 2 is like it's not in the middle but it, it it's further in towards the hardcore spectrum so that's a yeah. positive thing i think um 
but I'm, um, yeah, like you, it's like, I, I kind of want that to say somewhere between, you know, Diablo 3 and Path of Exile would be, I think, a lot more along the lines of something that I want. But it's weird to me, too, because, you know, everything we've seen, almost everything we've seen up until, I think, today would have led us to believe that D3 or D4 was going to be even more casual than D3. Yeah, I agree. So it's it's interesting for sure. It, yeah. It'd be more interesting to see like where this goes or if they're going to like really hold true to this or. There were some good things I read in this and there's some bad things I read in this and we'll hit the points, but there are some things that I'm like, yes, I agree that that wasn't enough and I like the direction you're going. And there's mm-hmm. a couple things that they said that they liked the direction of, and I'm like, I disagree with what you're doing with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um. So, so we'll, we'll hit it up. And and the first topic that I kind of disagree with is the skill tree. So I completely agree with that. So for you guys don't know, they basically said that, uh, yeah, looks good. We're going to go forward with it and, uh, <laughs> we're going to iterate yeah. on it and stuff like that basically. Yeah. But what, yeah. what they, they showed us is what we're going to get. They even said, like, and here's the example they gave. They said, we're increasing the clustering of related skill nodes so players don't have to go across the tree to find skill upgrades for their builds. So to me, that just seems like we're making it even less choice. We're just going to group everything for a specific skill in this one part of the tree. So you're just going to drive towards that part of the tree and pick all your shit up. And to me, like, that's not even a skill tree at that point. That's just like giving you something to spend points on that you earn because you know it's almost like hey here's diablo 3 runes and we're just gonna like cluster them and put them on top of a tree graphic yeah i i I think the skill tree is pretty bad honestly i I think it's i think it's really bad honestly and so when when we started off this blog post you, you read the intro paragraph and this and that and then you read the bullet points and the bullet points are like between diablo 2 and 3 and i'm like shit that's not as much as i want and this and then i read the skill tree stuff and then they're like doubling down like this is good and player feedback was amazing and i'm like really like did you what what feedback did you get that i mean i saw people fucking memeing on it like i didn't see yeah. people saying like, yo this is great but i'm not like i don't have access to the same data they have access to sure. so maybe there was a lot of positive reactions to it but um internally so i was, I was nervous at this point you know what i mean like i'm nervous right now you know so. sure sure and then you know they go on to talk about how they want to make it difficult to respect you know so that's i think we both agree that's that's a good idea i do like that they touched on how you'll be able to respect like kind of often um mm-hmm. early oh, on yeah. in the game yeah. and that was I'll something that i think we both walked away from bluescon 2019 and they had kind of mentioned how like it would be kind of hard to, to respect and, and then you'll be locked into like your I think they said something about you be locking into the skills that you select on that old skill tree. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, man, yeah, the, skill, the skill twig look locked in. Right. I was like, that'd be really yeah. terrible for a new player to like come in and be like, well, I want to try world one. And then they're like, oh, I don't like this. Well, we got to make a new character. You know, like, yeah. Well, and that's kind of how I feel about POE in an, in an extent. Like, I know you can farm the, the regrets. Things to respect. Yeah. yeah, the regrets, but it seems like it's a big chore to respect in POE. Like if you, especially if you're on a fully developed character, um, and I, I, there's pluses and minuses to that, man. Having to make decisions is really cool. Making the wrong decision feels really, really bad. Yeah. You know, and I have an example of that semi just from my wow experience. Um, 
you have to pick a covenant in Shadowlands, there's four you get to choose from on your character. I made a rogue. I was going to PvP on the rogue. That's the whole reason I made them. But I thought, maybe I'll PvE a little bit. And so I chose the covenant that was, I thought, balanced for both. And then it turns out the covenant for PvP is just so OP that you kind of need it in PvP. Mm. And, and then so I was like, shit, man. So I had to make the choice of dropping the covenant I was at and switching. And then that reset progress and I had to do this farming and catch up and shit. It was a choice that I had to make. And when I made the choice, it felt really good to have to make the choice. It felt really bad when I realized I made the wrong choice. Mm. And it felt pretty bad when I had to go back and do the work to catch up. But now that I've done it, it's like, that's cool. There's a choice. You can screw up and make the wrong one and you can still fix it. It just is going to take extra time. And I, and I kind of like that system. And I hope that Diablo 4 goes in a similar path in the end game where like, okay, you hit end game. Now we're going to give you like a free respec because you, 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 maybe you want these things leveling. Now we're going to let you respec or whatever, really cheap or really free once. And then after you do that, dude, you're kind of, you're kind of stuck. Then you have to, you're going to have to do some questing and do some shit if you want to reroll. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't love that. I, I don't like the. I think the there's a lot of memeing behind the the free respec, like the complete and total respec, mm-hmm. and that would kind of encourage you to like always go. Well, this is the best spec for leveling, and then once I hit the end game, then I'll actually do my actual build instead of like having to like earn it while you play. Right. Yeah. So I don't love. It depends that. on how items get, how items and shit drop too. Because True. see, you can like in Poe, you're gonna get your gems and you're leveling those as you level. Mm-hmm. Right. You're using those same gems end game. But in Diablo, like in, in Diablo 3, you get a drop. If it's a pre-70 drop, it's garbage. Right. The best case scenario, you can Kanai cube it. You know what I mean? So it depends on what they're going to do that way. Because I can't see any of the gear you get pre, pre-max level mattering. Right. Um, but mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know, man. We'll have to see, we'll have to see with some of their gear gearing. I don't know. Let's see. And then they move on to, uh, you know, maybe one of the biggest parts of this is the primary stats. So they've gotten rid of demonic power, ancestral power, angelic power, which, yeah, I think a lot of us agree is an awesome thing. I started Um, getting happy when I read this one. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Okay. I like this. And then they bring back basically the system from Diablo 2 where every single time you level, you get a handful of uh, stat points to spend where you please and mm-hmm. those stats are strength intelligence uh dexterity and willpower mm-hmm. what uh what hit you immediately upon reading this uh well at first i sat there and i thought instantly angelic and demonic's gone i'm like thank you that was such a bad system i didn't like it you know so then when they went to the stat point system i'm like okay so now i'm just gonna dump all my points into strength you know what I mean? Or mm. wisdom or int or whatever class I'm playing. But then as you keep reading through it, you see that it changes a little bit based on the character class you play. Like strength isn't the same on uh, a sorceress as it is on the barb. Like strength gives you skill damage and defense. And on the sorceress, it's just defense. Mm-hmm. But intelligence gives you your skill damage and your resistances. So they've kind of mixed it a little bit based on what class you play. Um, I think it's an interesting choice. It depends again. Can we reallocate these stat points? Is this is this considered their respecking or is the talent tree only their respecking? 
know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would assume they're going to let you respect these points. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I, I think I like it. I think it gives you some choice. You know, willpower is going to gonna matter a little bit. Dex seems like it's going to matter. Like, all your stats are going to matter a little bit if you're playing a barb or whatever class you're playing. As long as they matter enough where you're just like, well, I'm barb, strength, 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 strength. Right. Zero and everything else. You know? Yeah. Um, I got to be honest. I don't love this. I get that, like, this is a system from Diablo 2. We know that this works. Diablo mm-hmm. 2 has withstood the, you know, the test of time. But it's uh, it, it feels very dated to me. It feels very 1990 and uh, really quite unexciting. Um, but, I mean, I, I don't know. I, is it better to have something that you know is going to be good or to kind of, like, gamble and innovate? Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, thing, the thing that scares me a little bit about it is if you scroll down and we keep reading the blog post, they start to talk about how skills have runes or nodes that activate based on other stats. And, yeah. and the example they give is Whirlwind. And in this, they say that Whirlwind, if you have 150 decks and you take this upgrade, then Whirlwind provides movement speed. And then if you have 255 strength and decks, it provides this other beneficial stat and this and that. And so it kind of seems like they're going to cookie cutter you into minimum stat points like well i gotta have 100 for this build to work i gotta have to have 150 decks so you know what i mean you're already like okay 150 goes into decks everything else goes into strength or you know i need this ring with this set that needs 50 willpower so it's 150 decks 50 willpower and then a bunch into strength but at the same time that's also getting you to probably pull out calculators and try to figure out combinations of gear Oh, can I mix this with that and things? So it could be interesting and it could also be pretty <clears> mundane, <throat> especially if they give you a shit ton of skill points. Like let's say that 225 decks isn't really that hard to achieve, but that's like one of the highest requirements for the secondary stat, you know? Um, and at that point it's like, okay, well, of course I'm going to just always put in the minimums sure. and get it. Um, um, I don't I don't know, man. And I, I gotta be honest. I don't, so, I, don't, I don't hate it. I don't hate it, but I don't love it either. I'm not like, oh man, this is super interesting. It's just like, oh, okay, we've seen this before, you know? Yeah. So for me, um, you know, obviously it, it's a bit uninteresting because I did play a lot of D2, and I didn't, I didn't love that part of D2. Um, it's also like Wilson's done it, and I also don't really like that part of Wilson, even for me as someone that's like. I I'm an ARPG veteran, right? I'm a weathered ARPG player. I still think it's weird when you gain a level and you're like, okay, well I have five points. Okay. Like, okay. My strength is my main stat. So I guess I'll put like three there. And then like, well, I, I guess I'll put like one in willpower. Cause maybe I think I need the healing. You just don't really know what mm-hmm. direction to take. And it was very much like that in Wilson. I'm sure you remember. It's like, like, yeah. well, uh, ferocity, I guess. Like I'll just put my points. You just don't even know. Yeah, you- cast the whole time yeah yeah um and it's not really until you're like really deep in the end game and you're like oh okay well now i can kind of see a difference if i throw all my points in ferocity or i can't survive if i don't have enough in toughness or something like that but for a new player it's like i don't know what to do with these like what's good yeah. so i i don't like the system for for that but also you know it, you kind of touched on it a bit 
is you know the skill tree having kind of in linear paths and we we get these whirlwind upgrade runes and we get something that says you know you got to get the 150 decks i think that's good in the sense that maybe it will help those players to be like i don't know what points to get and then they see oh i need 150 decks to get this upgrade well now i know what to spend my points on but then that's stupid because <laughs> we're losing kind of that that character choice and we're being forced into an avenue of, of play style so yeah it's got it depends try. on how many points you get too i mean like there's, there's level still 40 and you get five per level so what is that math uh 200 <laughs> but they see you need 225 on that one skill mm -hmm. run so you get right? from gear and leveling so my math right there i see it's zero yeah 200 mm -hmm. So, but your gear is going to give it to you too. I, it's, it's, I don't know, man. It's just, it depends on how easy it is to hit these, these bullet points and these, these things and how much it really matters. I think it's cool that there's, this system's finite. Like there's not going to be an infinite Paragon system where yeah. we can keep passion strength. And that's cool because there is a cap to what you can do with your points. And there is going to be combinations that you can figure out from it. Um, I don't think I like that they have dex requirements on a barbarian gear, though. Like they're trying to make all stats matter, you know. Mm. And and I don't I don't think that's a thing that I'm super stoked about. But it could be okay. I, I'm not I'm not like in love with this because it seems like you said it seems like a system we've seen before. It seems like other ARPGs have done this, and it's like okay. And this is this is familiar. It's not groundbreaking new, but it is a tried true system that has worked in a lot of games. So, yeah. um, so I'm not disappointed with it either. I'm just kind of like, okay, all right, I see what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And for Diablo four, I want them to innovate. And it, this doesn't feel like they're innovating, mm -hmm. but it does feel like they're listening at least. And they were like, all right, the angelic demonic shit sucked. <laughs> like we get that. So we're going to try to go a different route and yeah. uh, let's go back to the D two roots. So I don't know, man, I need to see, I guess we'll see how this plays out. And like, let's do they, they gave some gear examples later on. Let me see if we can see how much strength they're on these. Like these. Yeah, it's like 19 or something, but we don't really have any idea what level this yeah, gear is. Real. Yeah. 21 yeah, strength. I'm looking through, yeah, 21 on the weapon. So, yeah, it's it's hard to say, but it, lo it looks like maybe you could slap on a couple pieces of dex gear and hit the requirements you would need, probably. Maybe. Yeah. What I did find interesting here was this ice blade skill. So, you know, one okay. of the things that we both walked away from after BlizzCon 29 teams were both like, like, it was cool to play Barb, it was cool to play the Sorceress, but like, we kind of felt like we had played them before, even though neither of us had ever touched Diablo 4. It, it yeah. felt super familiar. So it's cool to see, hopefully that they're like looking into that a bit more and, and giving us access to skills that aren't skills that we've had before, like exploring what else these classes that we know very well can do. Um so that was like the one positive takeaway that I saw from that section, even though that wasn't yeah. the focus of the section. Right. Yeah, um, and I, we don't know how the ice blades work either. It just says it conjures blades for 12 seconds that slash enemies. We don't know if they're flying around yeah. you, if they're like in a spot stationary. Um, but that's that's cool. It is a new, yeah. new thing. So I hope they do lots of it. it well, we'll get to it. Is, there, is it at the end? Yeah, we'll get, it's at the end. All right. Yeah. I also found it interesting here that says after applying 75 chill, ice blades are conjured. So it's like, is is chill 
like a stacking debuff you applied to your enemy yeah like has a number value yeah Yeah, Um, sounds interesting um yeah and then we get into weapon types and so they go on to say that you know in the demo you got a sword you got a a mace you got an axe and it's the same it's just like oh this one does more damage i'm gonna put the sword on or whatever they didn't have any thematic effect whatsoever and so they've kind of gone back to the drawing board on that a bit and basically added path of exile implicits uh to particular weapon types so an example they give uh, a wand has an implicit of three percent crit chance and a staff has six percent resource generation what do you think oh i liked it one so i the thing that jumped out at me first was the barbarians two hand and how they talked about how it carved through the ground to do the upheaval thing you know and they showed this animation of the barb slashing the dirt at them and it's a cool animation but to me when i saw this i thought okay so if i click the attack button when the start of the animation happens it's like a solid second before <laughs> that animation goes off right yeah so I, I understand that you want a cool animation that looks awesome and stuff but that looks very very slow so i hope it hits really hard but then it made me think like lost ark does abilities like that and they work really well like mm-hmm. you have your hard hitting wind up abilities that you, you use after a stun or when you know you're safe and that's kind of cool um so that scared me a little bit just because of the monster hunter slash lost ark you know delay input where you're vulnerable um but then as far as the implicits go i think that's kind of cool they showed i thought they showed a one-headed axe that does like uh 30 chance to bleed, bleed. i think later yeah. on so axes are going to be bleed and it looks like the wands like you said get critical strike in uh inherent critical strike chance that's cool i mean i don't have a problem with it i think that's that's cool that weapons at least will have that thing on them yeah to differentiate them you know let me play devil's advocate for a second though because like the only de- the only downside i see to this is say you know you're a druid and druids use yeah. staffs or whatever yeah. and the particular way you want to play is you know you want to be a bear and the bear needs to bleed so you're always going to use axes but you're like man i really i really wish i could use a staff because i, I kind of like the way it like makes my character look or right. or i want to use a two-hand sword as a spellcaster yeah. um, and you can never do that effectively right so i don't know it, it's whatever i i don't mind it I, I don't care at the end of the day if i'm wearing a sword or an axe and in path of exile they do this they, they and it's they're successful at this um but obviously there's more like choices around your weapon type in path of exile like not only do your does your weapon type in path of exile affect like your implicit like say a sword will give you accuracy or crit or whatever but there's also a lot of nodes in the tree that you select that are based around swords and yeah so there's a lot more involved than just having an implicit um i i think there's something to be said about a specific character mastering a specific weapon type and and i think and i think that's something that path of exile did pretty well is they lock you into things like you, you have to make the commitment that i'm going to use this sword or i'm going to use this wand or whatever it is because you want the damage bonuses from that and i think that's part of the skill tree that's lacking right now and what we've seen in Diablo 4. So if they nail the skill tree or make it better and bigger, and then they have these implicits on the weapon, I think those things can synergize very well. And you could be like, well, I could be a druid that's going to use bleeds and I can use axes if I go this route in the skill tree and, you know, this and that, but then I'm going to lose whatever the staff has or whatever this has. So 
I think it's okay if they do it. I think they can implement this in a way that would be cool. It would, it would actually work. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and ultimately, if it's there, like we'll just get used to it. And it's just a thing that we know in the back of our heads. It doesn't affect us very much. Instead of just saying like, hey, you need to find a weapon that's got 30% bleed on it. Now you'll just be like, hey, get an axe. You know, and look right. for axe. Get this axe because it can get this property too. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, one thing that wasn't really the focus, but I can't really ignore is kind of this right this is very fast weapon mm-hmm. i yeah, really it wasn't a value. <laughs> I, I, really I said that like when that. i was going over it did you want a value too yeah of course value. like yeah, two I times wanted, per yeah. second or like something yeah. very what does that mean I, I wanted like one you know tax 1.2 per second or whatever right. you know yeah yeah i didn't like that either um it's the echoing fury problem yeah um, and then this is easily the most uh, impactful part is the legendary affixes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the thing that's ironic here to me is we'd kind of talked well, we, about this. We skipped the item quality. Yeah. You want to hit item quality well, first? I think, or you want to hit no, I want to hit this first because it kind of goes back to the other thing. Um. And I think that this is really interesting because, you know, on the podcast, we've talked about kind of multiple times as a seasonal theme. If yeah. like Ingyam would be on a necklace or something like that, or well, they watch the pod. So this is really us. <laughs> yeah. yeah That's our idea. Yeah. True, true, true. We did this basically. <laughs> You're welcome. Blizzard. But if you guys don't know what we're talking about, so they basically announced today that legendary affixes will be kind of like random. Mm-hmm. So like you'll get a pair of boots that have like perilous tread or you get an, or a chess piece that says perilous tread. Like it has that suffix in the name, and that means it's going to have that particular. That yeah. yeah. Um, That's, that, so when I read this, man, I, I actually thought this was pretty dope. I like this a lot. I think this was really cool. I think that this opens you up to combinations that maybe you couldn't have had. If they wouldn't have done it this way, you'd be like, oh, these boots are cool and these boots are cool, but I can't have them both. And now it's like you can. Now you could figure out ways or get the drop. Um, or even, or even have to make that choice because let's say you already have boots of the perilous tread or whatever, and you wanted the chilling boots and you get the chilling boots too. And now you're just like, damn, dude, now I got to make this choice of what I want because I know later on I'm going to get the chilling amulet or the chilling or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I like it. I think it's pretty cool. I think it opens up a lot of possibilities and, and, and builds and combinations of ways to get the builds you want, you know? Yeah, I think it's it's definitely more interesting than anything they've kind of talked about so far. Um, it's hard to really sit here and be like, oh, yeah, this is inspired or, oh, yeah, this is garbage. Because really, I mean, to, to only know it would be to, to play it for hours and hours and see how that kind of feels. Is is that grind feel good? Um, yeah. But we also don't know the pool or the powers either. Like that's going to matter a lot, too. Like if we have. 15 legendary affixes or we have 250 legendary affixes sure. i think it is gonna because if we're getting perilous tread boots and chest piece and let's say it just drops on those two items or whatever and and they're dropping like candy because there's only 10 different things that you could possibly get then you're gonna be like well okay you know <laughs> so um, yeah but we also don't want we don't want the d3 thing where there's like legendaries that don't do anything right you know? or that you're Literally, like, oh, I'm gonna play this build, therefore I have to have the gloves. 
I have to have these gloves and I can't ever run any other kind of glove. It has to be these gloves, which right. sucks. Yeah, like say taskers. Let's say you're doing a lawn build. Yeah. Right? You got oh, got to have taskers at the pet build. Mm-hmm. You know, now you can have, you know, taskers neck or taskers ring or whatever. Right. So, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, the only thing, and I don't know if you got from this, is there doesn't seem to be any information about do these stack? Yeah, they didn't say that. I would assume not just because, but I would hope so. Like, you know, what if you put on some pearless everything? <laughs> you got like 10 pieces <laughs> or whatever, you know? Um, I don't, that, I don't know. That's, that's an interesting thing. They didn't, they didn't cover whatsoever. And the fact oh. that, uh, you know, they're kind of generic modifiers, mm-hmm. you know, when I first read this and I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, you know, they're not really locking these, the classes or themes, but then I'm like, I think about in Diablo three and maybe it's a terrible example, but you know, I think of legacy of nightmares and how it's so hard to balance around things that are just generic for all classes. Yeah. Um, and in any PVP game, you know, this is, uh, it's hard to imagine this being, uh, is there PVP in this game? I don't know. We haven't actually seen any <laughs> yeah. of it ever. Uh, right. not even a moment. Did they even show any PVP footage? No, I don't, I don't think we've actually seen any PVP or other than saying it's going to be there. I don't, I don't think we've seen any news. But you're right with the PvP balance. I think it's different when you're designing it from the... If, if they choose this philosophy from the ground up, then they can balance it hopefully better. I think Diablo 3 was balanced around sets initially, and then Legacy of Nightmares became a thing, and then the game wasn't made that way. And yeah. I don't even know what happened with Necros. Necros, they were like, yo, let's just make all these good weapons, and then... <laughs> and jewelry. Yeah, yeah and like, uh, that's it. Like, I don't even understand, but... Um, it's it makes me think like so the generic effects to me feel like Blackthorns. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's the universal set that sucks. It's not good at anything, and it sucks at everything. But if everything sucks, then that if everything's universal, then nothing's going to have flavor to it, and I'm afraid it won't be interesting mm. or inspired. Um, and I think that we need classes to have their specific legendaries that focus on their skills uh generic ones are cool especially for a leveling process you know i got this thing that does um ground effects and i can use fireball for meteor because it leaves some flame behind or i could use whatever man some kind of poison or i don't know like whatever things you got going on and like that's cool for leveling or maybe that's cool for generics but there definitely needs to be a lot of targeted like specific this skill i want you to play this skill uh with this item you know that's how I feel. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, again, it's hard to really know without trying you don't it. Have to list items either. Yeah. So, or skills or classes. The other thing, I don't know if you kind of thought about this immediately too. Is, so I see this and I'm like, okay, that's, that's actually kind of interesting. But then I really think about it some more. And you know, my whole, like, it's like my real life job is like, like poke holes and stuff. Right. And so I immediately think, oh my God, what a stash nightmare. Because now I'm going to keep, because I really want, you know, Perilous Tread. I'm going to keep Perilous Tread for every slot that Perilous Tread is possibly available for. Because if I find a weapon that's an upgrade and that's my Perilous Tread, well, I have to replace it with something else and kind of reorg my build. So I got to keep, 
you know, all the the effects I like, I had to keep one for every slot just in case I find an upgrade. They got to reinvent the stash, dude. If we think about stash and PoE or Diablo 3 terms, fuck, man, it's going to be horrible. Like, first off, the stash limit is ridiculous. I don't understand why it exists. I mean, I guess PoE doesn't exist because you can buy infinite tabs, right? Do they limit how many tabs you can buy? I don't think so. So I guess on PoE, it's infinite tash, yeah. or stash as much as, as deep as your wallet is. But maybe they let us print something. Like, what if you get the Peerless Boots that is, like, you know how normally in D3 we take them to the Kanai Cube and we, we cube them? Mm -hmm. What if you could do the same thing to your blacksmith? You could say, hey, I got these Peerless Boots or whatever. You can scrap these and learn how to make them with that. And then now he has the recipe. Like, the, the boots turn into the recipe and he can make the boots from then on. Maybe you have to have some mats to make it. And I then you get the gloves and then you go like, okay, you can scrap my gloves and now I can print gloves too. I think that they are kind of doing that. So I don't know if you remember like two posts ago, you're going to be able to add legendary affixes to rares. So I think that that's probably how that works is you probably break down the power and then you're able to craft the power onto a rare. Yeah. Is if it, but does it make it to where you can print it forever or just once? That's the don't thing. Know. Yeah. So I, I don't know. That, there's just, there's ways to make stash not suck. And I hope that it doesn't like, man, stash, stash needs an overhaul. I don't, I can't think of any game that's ever nailed stash where it's been like, yo, this is not horrible to go through my inventory. Yeah. So I, I think it pads yeah. eggs on the back of my head. And very recently they've kind of drastically improved the stash but if i'm like thinking of the stash and path of exile as a whole it's still not it's not great um, yeah i mean diablo's not fun the search feature to the diablo stash was has, has actually been pretty tremendously awesome because now i don't have to spend as much time organizing my stash i just kind of throw shit in there and if i want an item i can just search you know what i need to go through the tabs real quick but um destiny stash was horrible poe stash i didn't like you know but i haven't played recently diablo's isn't good Divisions was horrible. Like every grindy loot based game, the stash has just been a nightmare. Um, maybe there's no good way to do it, but I hope they improve on it a yeah. lot. And crafting can be part of that fix, though. You're saying, like, oh man, I need the boots and I need the ring and I need whatever. Instead of making us save every perilous piece of gear we get, like let us let us print them and just have it use mats because we're gonna need mat dumps anyways in the game, right? Like, you know, people who grind a lot. It's kind of one of the benefits is they have the mats to throw to get the perfect rolls or to get whatever. So let that be kind of a sink for our materials, I feel like. Yeah. So you're saying you basically just be able to craft like a tunic if you find the tunic. I don't know. Maybe. Like you're going to have to have something to go with That becomes it. very because Diablo because 3. Then, then as soon as you find the tunic, you're going to scrap it and print them until you get the one you want, which is like re-rolling at the Kanai Cube, which yeah. sucks. Totally sucks. So, or it's like it's basically crafting captains right now. Like you're gonna keep yeah. crafting the captains, whatever, until you get what you want. So you get an ancient one or whatever you get. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But there's there's got to be there's something better than just okay every pearless piece I get throw in my stash. That sucks too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but that's what I it's gonna know, be man. if this goes forward. Yeah, that's immediately yeah. I thought I was like, wow, like you're gonna keep every piece of the stuff that you like you're gonna keep every piece of gear period because you're gonna be like well yeah you know <laughs> oh. um and then 
going back, and the reason I want to kind of go back first is so that, you know, they did talk about the item quality. So, um, what was kind of interesting here is that the magic items will have a higher implicit than the rare items. The rare items have a higher implicit than the legendaries. However, mm-hmm. none of the implicits are like that we've seen so far. Like, oh, that's not that's not really game breaking. You, you would never probably run like one more resource regeneration to sacrifice like two more yeah. uh, stat rolls on an item. So I thought that that was pretty insignificant. Or you probably won't have the the extra stat roll to get a legendary power. You yeah. know what I mean? You're still going to want full legendaries in this setup, I feel like. Unless you're crazy stacking a specific thing. Mm-hmm. You know? So, but like I said, these these could not be endgame. Maybe endgame it's more um, more of a gap. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it it does become kind of interesting again when we talk about that that post from a couple quarters ago where they talk about where you're going to be able to craft a legendary onto the rare it kind of makes it i don't know you get, you're probably going to break down stuff until you can get every slot that you want and have rares and then you're going to keep one of everything and cuz i ultimately what's going to be best is legendaries like a, a default in Default rolled, native, re, natively rolled legendaries can be better than a rare, at yeah. all times. So you're just ultimately you're gonna have like probably rare in every slot early on with the legendary FXs you need, and then slowly you're gonna gear out into legendaries uh, that have good native rolls, and then you're gonna keep one of everything and and play for small upgrades or something. So I don't know how that's gonna play uh, in the long run. It's definitely way more like loot grindy than Diablo 3, which is good. Um, I think it'll feel better than Diablo 3, period, just like reading what we see right now. But yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's hard to say without having 100 hours in it. Like maybe after 100 hours, you're like, man, this sucks. <laughs> or after 100 hours, like, wow, this actually turned out to be really great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, they talk about uniques. Uh, yeah. which are are kind of legendaries as we think of them in Diablo 3 right now. They're very, you know, class-specific. They go in a very specific slot. Um, the only difference being here is they kind of aim to replace the Mythics, which um, basically you can only have one on your character. And now, what wasn't kind of clear to me here, and I'm sure it, it probably makes sense to you, but um, it says limit one equipped. So yeah, that, that makes me think one unique item so on your character period right that's what that's what i took that as that's what i read that as but and and so to me this is this is like your named item this is this is like a system that a lot of games a lot of shooters are doing right now like destiny has a system like this uh well they'll call it a legendary and uh division also has something like this they'll call it a legendary but basically you can have all your gear or whatever and then you get one legendary slot Mm-hmm. that you can put on and it's usually one weapon and one armor in both division and destiny but it's the same system and those items are usually really really good and and they're game altering they change the play style that you play and i think they're pretty awesome personally mm-hmm. at least in those games i don't know how they're going to implement it but what will probably end up happening though is you're going to end up farming unique weapons and rocking a unique weapon unless 
they just put some really ridiculous, you know, what's the helm that you bought that one season in POE? The helmet? Ed Hunter. Ed Hunter. Oh, it's a belt, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, the RMT belt in the SSF, yep. Yeah, That's yeah, the, the one, one that you got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... So I don't, I don't know, man. Like it, I, I like it. I think it's cool. I think it's, it's, they can do some fun things if they do limit, limit one, because then you can't just fully gear out a full unique character. And, um, cause that would be the thing that you would do. Yeah. So now you're going to choose like, okay, this is a really cool f- effect and I'm going to put this on and make a build around this unique. You yeah. Know? So the other thing that was kind of unclear to me is, Will these kind of be like, will Storm, Stormwalker's cudgel always be a cudgel unique mace, or is this the same thing? Like, you can get a shoulder. I think it's the item. I yeah. think it's the mace every Probably. time. That's the that's the way that I took it from what they said. Yeah. Um. And and because they say distinctive looks, which makes me think that they're mm. just designing that item. Um. So probably, and I'm assuming they're going to be random rolled. I, I would think that everything's random rolled since it's Diablo. Uh, the damage numbers are in yellow, which makes me think that's obviously flexible. Can't really tell from the stats, the stat numbers, but I hope I hope they are because then that gives you a reason to farm for those uniques too. Yeah. But for, um, sure. for unique items at 20, why are they showing us all 20 gear of 40s the cap? I wonder. I don't know. Are they trying to mask like the power level of things? I don't understand. It's weird to me that everything in this post is level 20-ish too. And it's like, that's not cap. Are you guys balancing it around, in, around level 20? Like or forty. we're going to get a demo, a playable demo that takes us up to level 20. Bro. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. You never know. BlizzCon line? Yeah. I'd be you know? blown out of my chair, but you never know. I, there's no way. Yeah. I'd, I'd make bets. You, we should take bets on that. As we get closer, <laughs> we'll feel it. We'll feel it out. Yeah. Um, um, what else did they talk about? I mean, that's kind of the gist. There was one more section that I wanted to hit that I hated that they talked about it at all. Let me find it. I'm looking right now for the section. I should have highlighted it. I should have just pasted it in the notes. Um, maybe it was at the top. Okay, yeah. So here it is. He says, "This is Lewis, um, the game director for D4," and he says, in his final paragraph in the first opening statement, he says, "Speaking of which, our next update will take place during BlizzCon Line rather than in a blog form." We've read speculation about what it could be. Like, no, oh, you haven't. Come on, dude. And we want to ensure. Th- that it's something uh, chunky indeed. Okay, this this sentence shouldn't even be there. Without spoiling the surprise, let's just say it involves a new version of the campfire scene. Without spoiling the surprise, he's saying it's going to be the fourth class reveal. A, a, another class. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, without spoiling it, let's just spoil it. Like, why <laughs> did you even say that shit? Like you just you just say it like you just said we're gonna just tell you another class that's playable. Yeah, it, like, it reminds me of man. the. Why did you do it? Right. Why did you spoil it when you said let's not spoil it? That drove me fucking crazy that he even yeah. did that. It reminds me of when Alan Adham said, you know, we tried to make it we we tried to make it pretty clear that you weren't gonna get Diablo Four. And it's like why not just say 
guys, you're not getting Diablo 4 at BlizzCon this year. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. what? Without spoiling the surprise, we're going to give you a new campfire scene. The campfire scene was a class reveal. That's all it was. Yeah. So it's like, come on, dude. Um, but yeah, so BlizzCon line, I think they shouldn't tell us about the other classes until launch. No, I think they should give us one this no. year. And then zero. the last one zero. next year. Save it, man. No, no spoil. Like when the game launches, people are freaking out trying to log in and see who the extra class is. Listen. It'd never make it. It'd never make it through. People would leak. But. If one of these classes is not a necro. Necro is the DLC, dude. dude. It's pay to win. It's always no, They're not going to do that in two back-to-back Diablos. It's pay to fluff, dude. You don't get fluff for free. Swear <laughs> <laughs> to God. You're going you're gonna to have to barb main, dude. Listen, I, so one of the things that happened while I was gone, and I'm sure you saw this because your kids, mm-hmm. was uh, Master Chief was in Fortnite. Okay. I swear to God, if we ever see Diablo in Fortnite, <laughs> I'm going to lose my shit. Like, why would Microsoft allow that? Like, how much money is Epic paying these companies? Dude, they had Mandalorian in there. Uh-huh. They've had the Marvel Universe in there. They've had Batman in there. They've had like every every fucking thing. They even had Fortnite in Avengers Endgame. The only thing, like I rewatched Endgame a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Talked about it in the pod, I think even. But the whole movie was great, except for the fucking Fortnite scene. There's a scene where Thor's homies are sitting in there drunk playing mm-hmm. Fortnite, and they talk about you know some kid talking trash on Fortnite to them, and I'm just like, dude, that that scene is cringe and it's not going to age well. So I, I hate it. I hate that Fortnite's getting everything. But yeah, I'm with you, man. I mean, if if Fort, if Epic was like, hey, Blizz, we'll pay you $5 million to let us throw Diablo-themed season in Fortnite, <laughs> you know they're going to do it. Fuck. Like, okay. Don't do it, Blizz. Then we're going to have all these kids coming and playing. My son, my my youngest son got into Stranger Things because of Fortnite. They did Stranger Things in Fortnite. Wow. Did you know that? No. They, they literally did Stranger Things and they put, um, what were the upside down creatures called? The little dog things. Uh, what? Did you watch it? The little dog things and, and the upside oh, down Stranger Things? Thing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I don't, I don't watch. I don't you never watch Stranger Things? No. Fucking kidding me, Fluff? I don't watch a lot of TV. <laughs> okay, watch Stranger Things. It's good. good. If you say so. One of these days, we're just going to wake up. Tell me in the comments. And... Listen, guys, back me up. Tell them in the comments. Stranger Things is good. It's worth it's worth the watch. Mm. It's good shit. One of these days, we're going to wake up and like we're just going to be in Fortnite. That's yeah. my nightmare. I'm listen. New, new meta. <laughs> new meta podcast. Yeah. In <laughs> Fortnite. <laughs> they they built out some creators in there. You know, they can Did have they? like a Lord Fluffy model in Fortnite. Yikes! Please don't. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the whole post in a nutshell. You know, I, I gotta say, although at like all posts, there's stuff in here that you know I didn't love, or I'm not thrilled about, or I'm I'm kind of scared about. It maybe even it's mm-hmm. still really cool that we even get these. You know, historically, Blizzard, and especially when it comes to Diablo, yeah. is very very secretive. So this is the first one that I have been feeling good about mm-hmm. after I read it. Like all the other ones, I was like, "Damn, dude, that's not what I wanted to hear." I guess. And it, it made me feel kind of a little down on the game. You know, like, this isn't going to be the game I want it to be. This one, I think they're actually moving in the right direction a little bit. 
Um, they they didn't do the angelic demonic stuff, which was I feel like they were they were like saying how good of a system it was in the last blog post. Yeah, and I'm and I'm just like, oh my god, that's scary. So um, the items and the unique the unique items I think is a good thing, especially if they pair it with legendaries and if they can get the balance right between rare and magic items, could be good. Stat points don't make me like excited, um, but it's a system that's tried and true. So you know if that's not the focus of the game and they can get the focus on other things, then cool. It's just a thing that's there um, that we'll mainly ignore for the most part. People will follow guides for stat points. How many stat points do I put in if I want to make a yeah. win build? And they'll and then people will say, you know, three. It's just like we do now. If I'm playing, you know, an shadow and pale demon hunter, how much CDR do I need? Right, thirty six yep. and a half or whatever the number is. I'm playing, you know, condemned crusader. What do I need? Fifty six and a half percent cooldown. Like whatever number is, you'll just memorize them and you'll be like, okay, whirlwind barb. You need four hundred and sixteen strength and uh, two twenty five dex. Yep, you know. And and so that's that's unfortunate, but if everything else is good, then we can live with that. So, were there any of the items like the legendary powers? Were any of them like, ooh, that sounds sexy? Um, no, not really. I gotta be honest. I mean, they all uh, poison, poison baby. Yeah, I actually thought about you when I saw that. I'm like, oh, they got poison shit. Yeah. Um. So so one of the let me find it. One of the items they did something say about poison effects. Um, after the, after the duration, yeah, your off. poisons no longer deal damage over time. Instead, 120% of the total is dealt when the poisons expire. Yeah. So you'd have to have it poisoned the whole time. And then when it expires, it hit really hard. But then that made me think, what if you could get an effect that would cancel sure. your poisons instantly? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So, so then you're doing 125% of your poison damage instantly. So yeah, I, I started running through scenarios like that as soon as I saw that, um, that's cool, but like most of them were generic. Like it says, while you're inside your damaging ground effects, you deal more damage. Like it's kind of you know basic. And then one was increases the duration of your defensive skills. Listen, I don't care. Defensive skills aren't aren't sexy. <laughs> like we want to kill stuff. Oh, well, I mean, defensive I wanna... skill can be something that makes you like immune to damage and shit. Yeah, but it's not like that. Doesn't get me excited. It's mm. like, oh man, my my um. Uh, what am I thinking of? Like my ignore pain is lasting for, you know, 10 more seconds. Woohoo. Like that's cool. But like, I would rather get items that it's like, uh, my whirlwinds causing X, Y, Z to happen. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or my seismic slams do this. So, and so nothing made me excited. I'm not saying that those are bad legendary fixes, but it's just, I wasn't like, Ooh, I gotta have that. Yeah. But I did. See the, I did see the chill stuff, man. So it says your chill effects trigger freeze. And that was something that we talked about on the skill. And it's like, so there's definitely some kind of new chill mechanic yeah. that's going on. Um, I, I would assume it's going to work like ignite, like a reverse ignite, you know, kind of, kind of like how a, um, wizards now in Diablo three with the Talrasha set ignite enemies on fire. Mm. I wonder if your skills can chill enemies and then there'll be thresholds that they can meet that will permanently free or freeze them at least temporarily. Yeah, so, the way this one read, it made it seem like there was actually a numeric value to the amount of yeah. chili would apply before they freeze. Yeah. So that sounds interesting. Yeah, whether that's a percentage or an yeah. actual stat or how they're going to display it on screen. Um, I don't know. That could, that could, that 
opens up the possibilities of Z characters already in my mind too. It's like, oh, you're gonna have people running around freezing all the enemies still, so they can't move mm-hmm. while somebody else is is killing shit. So, uh, and then there's some things on the stats that I thought were interesting. There's one that said, uh, "Gosh, what was it?" Like you would have a chance to execute an elite that wasn't hurt or something like that. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. Where was that? That would be interesting. It must have been on a unique because I think I looked at everything else pretty closely. I, I kind of went over the uniques. Let's see. Yeah. Hit, hit effect, poison. 8% chance to execute. Uh, oh, injured non-elites. Injured non-elites. I thought it said non-injured elites i'm just dyslexic <laughs> where do you see that where is that at it's on the uh that weapon the yellow weapon yeah. okay um still don't see it but that's okay yeah i thought that um, stat was kind of interesting there's other things um oh there it is eight percent chance to execute injured non-elites yeah hmm. and then the that's crowd pretty, that's pretty high dude Eight percent chance to instantly just execute shit that you're hitting. Yeah, but it's like trash though. So I don't know that there's high Sam, value. For speed, speed builds. Yeah, maybe. Gonna... It's kind of like the necro curse. Yeah. Um, and I saw this the control duration bonus. So like, can you like sheep someone longer? And I wonder if there's like a reason for like, does it actually? Like if you if they're stunned longer, do you just whack on them the whole time? It doesn't break them out of stun. Probably not. <laughs> you whack on them. Yeah. I mean, listen, like this, whack on you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was an interesting maybe, stat. We don't know how DR is going to work. What right. model are they going to take on DR? Are they going to go the WoW method where it's like, uh, you know, duration reduction every time you cast it until they go immune? Is it going to go the Diablo three method of duration stays the same, but the chance to apply it goes down or what are they gonna, you know? Hopefully, uh, they'll actually be transparent and tell us what they're doing. Damage while healthy, so it sounds like you like full life. You do more damage. I reduce push and cooldown. That makes me instantly fall asleep <laughs> for some reason. But I like my potions. What if they have extra potions that are like mana potions and? What if they have resource a, potions and what if you can piano flask in Diablo 4? Oh baby. Oh my god. Please That'd no. be fantastic, dude. <laughs> I didn't even look at my flask in PoE when I played it. I would just hit them all. If I needed a flask, I would just roll my fingers. Yeah. One, two, three, four. That's pretty yeah. much what you do. Yeah, it's a good post. I liked it. Yeah. I'm not I'm a fan. When Hurricane deals damage, there is a chance to automatically cast Tornado at the target for free. Like, we don't even know the chance. what Tornado is. We don't know what Hurricane is. We don't know the percent on that, <laughs> which hopefully that changes. Maybe there's like a an advanced tooltip mode that would change the yeah, fast hopefully. weapon into percentages or something. Yeah. Like, that's part of the transparency thing, I think, that they, I hope they give us. Like, I want to know how DR... Like, I actually... when I, rem- I remember when Diablo 3 came out, researching spending days researching trying to figure out how dr worked because they never said they never told you how dr worked and it wasn't like world of warcraft it worked in a different method and i I was just like this is stupid like there's no information anywhere on how dr works and how it scales and um 
so hopefully there's things like that in the game where we can figure out these things you know or they'll just tell us and it's interesting you bring up wow real quick because you know when i read this section right like you're gonna have one legendary or one unique equipped on your character i was like isn't wow shadowlands doing that they do that too yeah they've been doing that since legion also Mm. at least at least legion if not before but um, it's cool, man. It, it's choice, and I like it. I actually like the system. Like I compared it earlier to Division and Destiny, uh, but yeah, WoW's doing it too. And I actually crafted some legendaries on my characters on WoW. And it's one of those things where I had to make a choice. It's like, dude, this is a good power, and this is a good power, and I want both of them. And they're expensive. They're hard to farm in the first place. They're expensive to craft once you do it, and then it's a choice on which one you want because not every one is good for all situations. And um, so. I like the system personally, but hmm. it does definitely lead you down a path of this is this is meta. You know what I mean? And that is something that I don't know if it fits in, in what we want what my vision of Diablo 4 is. My vision of Diablo 4 would be meta is a lot more of a gray blurry line, not this super fine detailed like this is the path you need. Yeah. So and this this is definitely against that blurriness. So, you know. Yep. Okay. So that's pretty much that. Um, quick PUE update. There's not a, you know there's these crazy mini leagues going on right now. There's the NSL that's still happening I think as we speak. Um, and then the final mini league starts this Friday. It's the Heist Flashback League, which I think is a three-week league. So if you guys are interested what, in that. How do you flashback on Heist? Heist is still active right now. I think what it, you, what does it mean? means like old modifiers will become active. Like stuff that isn't in the game or in the current Heist League starts to... I don't, I don't really know 100%, but I think that that's what that means is some of the old okay. leagues like become active during the league. Yeah. Um, and then I recently, since I got back, have only streamed one day. Um, got back late Sunday night. But I decided, you know what? Let's go in and let's check out Wilson Blood Trail. Crazy new update for Wilson. So right now we have to, you know, we have to level a new character. So I think we're up to like almost level 40. Um, what was max in that game? I forgot. It was a 60? I think it's 99. It was oh, just insanely I'm, hard to achieve. Was, okay, never mind. I, I was thinking campaign. When did you, when did I finish campaign? Oh, that's a good question. Was I forty or fifty? I only did I it remember. once, so I have no idea. Yeah, me too. Me too um, I but yeah, so I'm playing through that right now. Uh, I have done the new hunt mechanic. So it's basically okay. you like you uh, discover a corpse, you click the corpse, and you follow this like trail of smoke that your pet leads you down. He'll tell you like which way to go. Uh, and then you find like another corpse and touching that corpse gives you like a mod, like a roguelike mod. So it'll make, make right. enemies do more damage or maybe make you do more damage or uh, makes bad guys more tough or whatever. Um, so it has negative modifiers associated too? Yeah, negative or positive. So and then is it just timer based? I haven't seen a timer. I think so it's just it like it's... for that oh. level? Yeah, I think it's the whole like you die three times kind of thing. You get kicked out or something. I haven't died enough, so I have no. I don't know. Or are you are you in in game? Are you doing no, like? I'm still game? leveling through the campaign. It's just like happening occasionally. It's kind of like 
you know, like an abyss in, in Path yeah. of Exile. Like you're doing That's maps. Because if it were timer-based and you got negative, that would just make me be like, well, it's time to stand here for five minutes <laughs> or whatever, you know, which sucks. I, I don't like the negative drawbacks because that, I don't know, they just don't feel good. Well, it's not, ne- not just, so like it's a negative effect, but it gives you a positive reward. So, like, oh, so, so, it's, so it's a both, both. You yeah. get one of each. Okay. But there's it's ones that are just positive and there's ones that are like a negative, but also... A positive with it as far as i've seen so far but i've only seen like five um i did crash once right like it's 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 not free of bugs unfortunately wilson uh i was trying to change my key binds and like it locked up my game and crashed my computer actually which was impressive Hmm. um and then there's a weird ui bug happening where if you bring up your mini map it brings up like some yellow box sometimes um, so it never goes away or what? No, it goes away if you like take your mini map away again. But I will say, so there's some new things, right? That we get to play with right away is, you know, every, I don't know if you ever played diligently, but every damage, every, every skill would be like physical base damage. And then whatever damage type you built up the most, it would take on that damage type. Yeah. Unless I, I vaguely remember yeah, that. Unless the skill specifically said this does cold or whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, but now they've given you the option of you kind of you don't get a pick of all the elements, but each skill now has like up to like four choices of the base element. So like you're you can have ice nova that does poison now. You can have That's ice cool. like all the skills do different damage types. And it's actually and it changes the way they look. Um and how they perform and stuff like that, which is kind of interesting for for Wilson. Um, so yeah, we're we're kind of just diving into it. Um, I'll have probably more to to speak about next. How, week. How's your feel? Is it interesting and, and changed enough to make you be like, I want to play this? Or are you just doing it just for more like research in the back of your mind? You know what I mean? Well, for me, it's like I obviously love isometric RPGs. It's kind of why we're here talking on a podcast right Mm -hmm. uh so like i want to play it it's it's new stuff uh we're kind of in a weird spot right now where i can't really jump back into diablo 3 league because i've just been gone too long and the only reason i want to play diablo 3 is for the leaderboard and then you know path of exile i really have genuinely not enjoyed heist which is probably the first time i've really not liked the league in a very long time um, so that's not really calling back to me. So it's like, well, like I have no problems with trying out Wilson right now. Cause there's nothing else that I really want to do. I'm not going to play Shadowlands. I'm not going to play cyberpunk. So you're missing out on the Shadowlands, dude. <laughs> well, but you're playing cyberpunk. So Shadowlands must suck. No, I'm doing them both. It's just, <laughs> I'm just not sleeping is what's going on. So, but you know, speaking of which, so that's kind of all I have for the update on Wilson. What's going on? Yeah. Talk, talk, uh, talk to us about. Um, so I'll briefly cover WoW because we talk about it a lot. Not a, not a lot's changed. I'm, I'm, the expansion's fun, dude. Like Mythic Plus dropped. Um, it's hard. Uh, we, the group that I was in, we did some Mythic Plus eight, which was as high as we were able to get. Um, and we were getting our asses kicked, and it's like a hundred percent extra damage. Um, it was it was me, and I've been playing with Dropadooski a lot. Um, he's been playing and we got some of our community guys. We got some solid teams. It's fun. We did, we did the raid. Um, the raid I felt was a little overtuned too. I felt like they definitely didn't cater to the casuals when it comes to in-game content. 
it made the shit hard and it's it, it's been a challenge it's been fun uh comparatively to previous expansions where i felt like some of the normal difficulties and and the mythics were even easier um but it's been cool i've been having a blast it's uh they they said it's alt friendly there's so much shit to do in the game that i made three alt characters i was going to try to play three and keep up with three semi like one main and two alts a little bit I can't. There's too much to do. I can't keep up mm. on my alts. I can do if I only focused my main, I think I could still keep myself busy pretty much the entire week until reset. Um and then with my alts, I'm able to be like, well, I need to get these things done. Let me log in and do them. So maybe if you had more time to play, you you would you wouldn't feel the same. But I'm putting in some hours, man. Like I played like Sunday is my day to chill and do whatever, and I played like 13 hours of world of warcraft sunday <laughs> you know what i mean like off stream just sitting in my underwear playing games you know what i mean it's, and it's nuts like I, it was it's insane and at how much i did it, it just to get stuff done on my alts i'm like i need to get these things done for the week on my alts let me go knock it out and like 12 hours later i'm still doing shit mm. so um i'm having a blast with it it's uh there's some balance issues which is you know that's the thing i think why they delayed it in the first place certain classes are performing very 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 well and some are a little underperforming and barrel druid which is my homie my favorite my love is not getting touched still not even mentioned in the patch notes which means that rip um but they're nerfing a lot of things and and buffing some very small things so um they're trying to get balance done that's really it. Uh, Raid dropped. It was fun. Had a good time. And then Cyberpunk dropped, and we've been grinding hard on that. Um, where, Cyberpunk where is, is a different beast, man. Cyberpunk is... Um, it's, it's a lot more adult than I expected any video game to ever be. This game... There are very few games that I would never let my kids play. Uh, this might be the first one. This might be the first one that I won't let my youngest son play. And um, because there's just too much sexuality in it. Mm. It's like the character creation screen off the bat. And I'm sure you've seen this or heard about this. It lets you customize your character's um, appearance like crazy. But you get to choose your breast size. You get to choose your genitals, whether you're a male or female. You can make a female looking character with male parts. You can make a male character with female parts. You can do pretty much any customization you want, including the size of the anatomy and or hairstyle. So it is a crazy thing. And when you're going through and everybody's freaking out on Twitch, right? Because people are streaming it and people are coming in like, oh, P, you're going to get banned. And I'm like, Shroud did it with 120,000 people. So, you know, if they're going to ban me, they're going to get him too. Um, but the game itself is a AAA uh, experience visually. It's it's by far one of the most impressive video games I've ever played. Um, and um, I'm able to run it, you know, full graphics, full ray tracing, full everything, all the way juiced up. And it looks f- fantastic. The story doesn't seem to be the best in the world ever. It's not bad, but it's not like the most unique, interesting story. It feels like honestly they played Arkham Knight. If any of you guys ever played Batman Arkham Knight, there are some some really strong comparisons to things that they did with that storyline mm-hmm. that I feel like they kind of stole in Cyberpunk um that nobody's even talking about. I'm like, dude, they did this in Arkham Knight. Um but it's still cool, still a cool story. Um people complain about bugs. I've had some bugs. 
I haven't had like crazy game breaking bugs, but I have had to reload a save point like three or four times. One time I climbed up a ladder and my character was just stuck, couldn't move, had to load a checkpoint. Another time I was, I crashed my motorcycle and went into another vehicle. Like I'm literally inside the vehicle and I couldn't get out of it. I had mm. to load a save point. Um, uh, things like that. But gameplay, it's a shooter, a first person shooter. It, Is it? it gun mechanics don't feel the greatest. It's not bad, but it's not like, <laughs> you know, it's not like Apex. I'm going to tell you something. Okay. So I've, I've tuned in several times. You playing okay. to you playing the game. I've tuned in several times to, you know, some of my other the people that I follow, like Quinn or whatever. I have um, yet this is not even a joke. I have yet to see anyone do anything but dialogue and cutscenes. Yeah. If you are not a story based fan, this is not your game. You know what I mean? This is a hundred percent one of the most story based games I've ever played. Like it's it's like 70% story, 30% pew pew. You know what I mean? <sighs> now, Yikes. you can you can diverge from the story and just go randomly pew pew things if you want, but you're not going to really get anywhere, you know? Um, One of the complaints I've heard, and maybe you can lead more to this, but is that they kind of overhyped it as this kind of like open, like choose your own adventure type thing, and it's just, it's so linear that... It's not like that at all. You can get derailed like like crazy. So like I've probably spent the last eight hours playing the game and I've progressed zero main story. All I've done are side quests and and things. And it's like if you want to let your ADD kick in, as you're going somewhere, you'll see like things popping up on the minimap. You can just, oh, what's this? Oh, what's that? And you can derail. Um, I will say that it does seem to be a little repetitive. Like once you do a couple things, you kind of know already what that's going to be. Mm. So like the first time you see like a little baseball bat icon on the map, you're like, oh, what's this mean? And you go over there and then it's like, oh, kill some dudes. And then so next time you see it, you already know about what's going to go down. But um, yeah, man, I don't I don't think it's it. I don't think it's going to live up to the hype. But I, I figured that off the bat, like, you know, people are going to nitpick it and tear it apart i think the story seems to be pretty good so far um visually and cinematically it's the best video game i've ever played like it from a visual standpoint it's it's phenomenal um audio sounds really really good so they, they've done a lot of polish on the way the city looks the design of the city they've taken your characters and plopped them down um but they didn't inspire or invent reinvent the wheel when it comes to side questing or things to do in the city it's like here's this awesome city but you're going to be doing some basic shit that you do in every other game mm. a little bit you know and the combat's not it's not like the the guns don't feel as good like when you play a game like apex or you play destiny or you play some of these pve shooters like borderlands and then you go shoot the guns in cyberpunk it doesn't feel as good as those games so they didn't really win at that either it's not bad but they didn't win at that aspect either and the driving the cars on keyboard and mouse sucks dude mm. it's like you know it's it's not near as good as a, as a controller so if you're playing on pc you almost need to have your controller sitting on the table and then you can just pick it up when you get in a vehicle but then my controller has been like freaking out in cyberpunk on pc like where it's drifting and things and my controller is fine dude my controller is top tier i even tried a couple other ones so the game's got some weird bugs going on there too 
It's a honestly though, I'm, I don't regret the purchase. I'm happy with it, man. I played it. Um, I streamed it today, and then off stream today, I've even played it a little bit more, doing some side quests. Um, if you don't like story based games, you're not gonna like it. Like it's not for you. You know, there's no multiplayer. There's not a lot of pew pew. It's a lot of story. A lot of, you know. Let's, let's check out terrible. The so if you had to give it a rating, right? So let's. What's your perfect ten for last year, game wise? Um, I, I mean, I don't think any game's gotten a perfect. Okay, well, what's your highest rated game from last year? From last year, I don't know, man. I I, I don't even remember. My timeline's blurry. But God of War. Uh, for for a single player story based game, God of War was phenomenal. Like that game was. So was how does it here. on a one zero to God of War? Where's Cyberpunk? God of War is a ten. I'll put Cyberpunk at probably an eight right now. Seven and a half to eight. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. We've got to see how the story plays out. You know, like I'm not, I'm not far enough in it yet to really give it that, that full, because that was the reason God of War was so good is the story just never stopped. It just kept going. And when you finished it, you were like, holy shit, that was so good. You know, if cyberpunk story keeps, keeps up then cool. Hmm. But like I said, if you've played Batman Arkham Knight, then you're going to play this and be like, they already did this. <laughs> like seriously, the guys at rock at you know whoever made it um have already pulled off a story that's very similar so mm. if you haven't played arkham knight the story probably be pretty dope but i, I kind of already feel like i've been down this road so we'll see nice yep anyways it's cool i don't regret the purchase but i think it's one of those games you should definitely research if you're on the fence my thing is is, is if you don't like listening to a lot of story and a lot of dialogue then don't get it you know, because that's so I should get it. You should 100% get it. <laughs> if you want to lose your cyber virginity, then this is definitely the game for you. Sick. It's super crazy sexualized, uh, where they didn't, I don't think they promoted it like that as much as they should have, because it's like what everything is in the game. Like you can literally go into like toy shops where they have the toys on the walls, and you're like, oh my God. That's okay. That's what I think it is. Okay. Mm. Right. You know, and then naked people everywhere. Nice. So, the yeah. weebs. The weebs are definitely um, 1.5ing themselves in this game. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you have any so, P Child loves? Mm, I loves. You do some hates, and I'll think of a love real quick. I'm trying to think of something that I really didn't like about the trip. Hmm. Hmm. I guess, yeah, just that people, like, in your fleeting moments to kind of meet other people and hear their story and, you know, experience life on this planet with other people, why the hell would you want to fill that with politic talk and those two minutes you to talk to people, you know? But yeah, I digress. I heard, yeah, listen, I, I, I heard two people on the plane. Uh, we're also talking about how Biden's going to run the, the country into the ground. And uh, they were talking to each other. And it's like they were uh, very much of the opinion that, you know, COVID's not real. Um, yeah. And they're they're talking to her. They said one guy said, I, I, I haven't met anyone with COVID. Have you like, have you know anyone that's had COVID? And he's like, no, man, shit's not real. And the other guy goes, 
but my my best friend's dad did die from covid but i didn't like i didn't know him so like <laughs> i was like what that's somebody that you can confirm like right like your yeah. best friend's dad like i don't know anyone personally with covid so. did you did you see the movie friday you've seen friday right <laughs> no i haven't you, you haven't ever seen friday mm-hmm. all right well you don't know then but yeah, Debo passed away from Friday. The actor who played Debo, Tiny 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 Lester, I think was his name. Uh, he just passed away from COVID, apparently. And he was like wow. this big, this big, you know, bodybuilding, huge good dude that just maybe maybe in his sixties at this point, fifties or sixties. But it was like, damn, man, like it's it's craziness, dude. So, um, but yeah. As far as as far as the loves, man, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with the loves, man. I, I'm loving some some visual appearances in Cyberpunk, the ray tracing, all the juice. Mm. It's impressive, dude. It, it, there's been a couple moments where I'm like, this this looks phenomenally. This looks really really good, dude. Really good. Nice. Um, and then I turned ray tracing on in WoW. And you can't tell. Like they literally added it to WoW. <laughs> and I sat there and I, for like 10 minutes, I'm like on, off, on, off. And I couldn't I couldn't find any difference. I'm like, I can't even what, see. Like where is ray tracing supposed to kick in? It, they said for shadows in WoW. So it's gonna mm-hmm. reach it's gonna trace the the shadows and give you realistic shadows in WoW. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I saw some YouTube videos and I was like, oh, that looks really good in the YouTube videos. Like they doctored the shit out of those YouTube videos because I turned it on and it's like, I can't even see it. Mm. Like, like it drops my frames by 20 frames a second, <laughs> but I can't see any visual difference. So. Sweet. But in Cyberpunk, it looked really, really good. Um, and uh, from a visual standpoint, that game is phenomenal. And it gives me a lot of uh, excitement on what companies can do in the future. Like this is, this is kind of the start of next gen. And I feel like once, you know, because I honestly feel like PC, even though PCs are more powerful, they're limited by the developers who are also developing for these consoles. Mm. Because when they make these AAA titles, they're always like, okay, well, we, we got to be able to pull this shit off on console. And so at least with next-gen console, I still feel like next-gen consoles aren't powerful, honestly. But with next-gen consoles being better, at least maybe we'll start getting some graphical improvements in the, in the new stuff. So what you're saying is consoles are ruining games <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> that's what i heard you nailed it dude no nope. you nailed it what you're saying oh is but i mean, I mean maybe ruining games is what yeah you're saying. maybe halo infinites or seven or eight or whatever it is maybe it won't suck maybe they'll actually like make it look good yeah it's like know? november now did you see that no yeah they gave it a date like dude they pushed it back a whole year yeah i'm down holy take, shit take your time Let's not wow. have that whatever you showed. Get that down. Wow. Take your time. We saw it. We're good. We'll wait a oh, year. A year is a long ass time, yeah. dude. That is a huge that I'm somebody not must have came all. in there and played the game. Like, dude, it was supposed to launch uh, two months ago. Somebody must have came in and played the game and been like, what the fuck? What is this? Just like, showing off, you know, quote unquote, showing off the game and that demo was enough. Like the people, no, no one that saw that video was like, "Whoa, I'm ready." Yeah, I was like, I was "Everyone's like, 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 oh. like Xbox 360." Yeah. Here, <laughs> so yeah, take your time, Halo Infinite. Maybe they're adding a BR in the PVE mode and all the things that I keep saying they should do. But yeah, 
I mean, if they add a good a good BR that doesn't require building, then I'd be down. Yeah, I mean, Diablo Four is obviously taking our ideas and watching the podcasts, and so totally. it's only a matter of time before you know. I like three, four, Apex, three. man. Last time we played Apex, I had a blast. But like, I wish we had. I wish there were more time to 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 play more Apex because I people hate on BRs, and I I think it's this Fortnite, um, like. I don't like carryover. I don't. I don't understand. But there's a lot of hate for BRs. I feel like, yeah, like they're ruining the industry. And it's like, well, I, personally, Apex is a lot of fun to me. I enjoy the game. You can you can jump in and play. You don't have to grind anything. You just jump in and play a couple games if you want, or play a lot of games, whatever you want, and then you know, have fun. Yep. Let's jump into some Twitter questions, man. Let's do it. Um, the first question, if you guys want to submit questions to the podcast, you can submit them at the peach out at Lord underscore underscore fluffy, or we both have discords with the ask new meta section. You can throw your questions in there. Also, first question comes from demonic Grizz. He says, what are your opinions on a season with no pylons? Less fishing, I guess, mm -hmm. or less element to the fishing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. At this point in Diablo, I'm like, whatever you want to do, right? Like, yeah give it a shot why not i don't really care like pylons definitely make a difference in pushing right if you get that gg pylon on a gg level it's it's huge it's ridiculously huge but uh if they took them out for a season i wouldn't even notice i don't think i think you'd be playing and you would just inherently not even realize they weren't there after a day you know um I think the seasonal theme with the shadow clones ended up being cooler than I thought it would be. Mm. I think the shadow clones were, were pretty interesting for a leveling standpoint. And then for an early, you know, first day of the season standpoint, they really made a difference. Yeah. Up, up until you got into like 105s or higher, they were they were noticeable. Um, but uh, I wouldn't miss it. I don't, I don't think I would care at all. So they could do it if they wanted. I think it's a waste of a seasonal theme. There could be better things they could do. But sure. Agreed. Onion says, should you be able to stack legendary slash unique powers in D4 like you can in PoE or limited like in D3? Well, you can't stack in PoE. Legendaries, uniques are uniques. Um, Maybe he know. means like gem stacking. Can you stack any kinds of gems? I mean, gems just work with them, with each other, so they're not really stacking. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, that kind of goes to a question we asked in the thing when we were looking at the notes yeah. if we could stack these legendary powers like the Perilous Tread Boots that had 20-ish, 25-ish percent, if you could stack all those pieces. Yeah. It seems like yes, because they didn't say specifically no, but then again, you like think about it, like, man, that'd be pretty overpowered, especially if like you can get Perilous Tread everywhere. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if they'll have them drop on specific items like Perlis Tread or only Perlis. Be boots and chests. Yeah, it or can whatever. be like boots and chests or boots and neck or whatever the case is. Not every single slot. Um, they didn't really. What would you prefer? Really, I mean, I think I, I would kind of prefer every slot, but. I would prefer every slot too. Yeah. But, but do you want it to stack though? If you can get it in every single slot, do you want it to stack? I don't know. I guess it depends on how many legendaries, like you said, right? If we have 25 or 50 at launch versus 250 plus, 
Well, no, like limited. If it's 250 plus, like only let us have one. But if it's like 30, then yeah, we need to stack some shit because that's barely anything. Yeah, I feel like whatever legendary power you go with at that point, you're just going to stack it on every single slot, yeah. though. Mm -hmm. Your end game is going to be let's get whatever, let's get Chilling Frost in every single stat, every every item slot, you know? Um, I don't know, man. That's a hard choice. That's a hard thing. I would say, I would say stack it, though, with, the, with it being random on all, every piece and let us stack it, mm. you know? I don't know. Yeah, because if if you limit it to one, I don't I mean if you limit it to one slot, then you're going legacy and nightmares. You're just like, okay, let's get a legendary in every slot. Yeah, you're doing that either way. I don't right. know, man. I don't know. It's hard, it's it's hard. It's too. I don't have enough info to make that decision right. yet. You Again, know? I think like we ultimately we just have to play it. Like if they gave me this right now, and even if there's not that much content in the game, I would probably just grind it to feel what that feels like. Right, mm -hmm. like grind it for hundreds of hours. And uh, does it feel good after that? Or am I just you, like... You dat mods that shit? I would dat mods that shit. And for Diablo, <laughs> I would dat mods that shit 100%. Yeah, yeah. I would new world the crap out of it. <laughs> the joke, if you guys don't know the joke, is we're, we're given dat mods. Dat mods has the, the ability yeah. to grind games that are not fun. No. Like new world yeah. and... I've seen him grind some shit for hundreds of hours that I'm like, dude, I, after five, I was like, I can't take this game. Yeah. So, you know, we, he's got, he's got this ability, man, to grind. Mm -hmm. Um, Bill Oaks says you have a choice of immortality, but if you accept it, you go back 2000 years. Would you accept it? Go back in time, 2000 years. Fuck yeah. What do you mean? You're immortal. No that. But you would you would go back. To, it would take you two thousand years just to catch back up to where you were. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah. Yeah, I think I think it would. Who wouldn't? The what things would you would know. You'd go back to like, you know, you know, the, the zero. You'd be twenty. You'd be year twenty. Yeah. And then you're like a bazillionaire, right? Because you but know. Wait, all the we, would you be right here? Like would I be in St. Louis two thousand years ago? Because Fuck, and yet can I get over to Europe at least? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> you're immortal just getting fucked up by the Indians yeah. forever because you're like the only white person in, in the United States, you know? True. Um yeah, like you you'd be set up. Like you you could like meet your wife as a bazillionaire, right? Well, would you even have the same wife though? Like your life would change. Like, see the thing. The thing yeah, but you can. Be, you're prepared. You're prepared for like two thousand years. You go poof, you're back. But like nothing changes. But, but you'd you'd fuck it up though somehow. Like it wouldn't be the same because <laughs> it wouldn't be organic. Like you'd meet her and you'd already know. Like I already know that you like this color. I already know that you're gonna love this movie. I already know yeah. that this is your favorite food. And she's going to be like, what the fuck? You're a stalker. Like, how do you know mm. these things? You know what I'm saying? Like, it wouldn't be that same organic relationship that you had. You know? And you're like, I already know my kids and stuff. And like, what if you had other kids 2,000 years ago and they died? And then you're like, <laughs> then you're just cynical. You're like, I'm immortal. This sucks. Everybody around me dies and I don't. So, mm. or what they did, What if you age? So like, what if you're 2,000 year old, like this, this wrinkly old Gross. man, yeah. you know? Oh boy, right. no. Yeah. 
I don't know. We gotta we gotta read the contract. Yeah, the, the fine terms, print. The fine print of like, the immortality I, contract. Can I get sick? Can I get tortured? Like, what if they chop my arm off? Do I just live with like mm. no arm for the rest mm. of my life? Like, does it grow back? Like, what's the deal? Um, Atoff says, uh, "What is the most boring activity to ever exist?" It's easy. This is easy for me, man. Cutscenes. Cutscenes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fishing, dude. Fishing's fishing. Pretty bad. Fucking fishing. Listen, I cannot. I would do anything before I would go fishing. Fishing wow. is the most boring thing. My my dad loved to fish. Like loved mm. to fish. And he was fucking serious, man. He would like had a bass boat, had his depth finder, his fish finder, like all this shit, right? And he's casting and going out for days and days. I made the mistake of going with him one time. And I swear, we sat in a boat for like 10 hours and I couldn't say a fucking word because the fish can hear you, is what he would tell me. He's like, Shh, fish can hear you. And we sat there in silence, just casting, casting. Yeah, it was, it was horrible, miserable. Hmm. That's it. He ruined it for me. At like seven, seven years old. Boom. Never fished again since then. Damn. Um, Hex says, what is the most toxic behavior that you do on a regular basis? Toxic behavior that I do on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Where do I begin? Um, no, uh, I mean, I'm always the, I'm the bad guy at work. Like, I'll be that guy that's like, hey, this meeting's running on or hey, like I need, I need to cut you off right there because like you should take this offline or whatever. Like I'm always that guy, you know, um, I guess that could be considered a little bit toxic. Um, well, I I'm literally can't take anything serious. It's a problem. So I guess that's okay. kind of toxic. Okay. What about you? Obviously, oh. other than, you know, peeing in people's cars and stuff, but. Mm, that's the most yeah that's probably the the <laughs> worst thing i've ever done um i i think on a regular basis i love to gank people in video games man like if oh, i'm damn. playing wow if i'm playing wow and i see an alliance and like i have an opportunity to to ruin his quest or to kill him or to to just you know show my superiority a little bit like i always do it always if i'm playing gta and there's a guy that's doing a mission and it's like, oh, I could help him or I could kill him. I'm killing him. Like, I'm that dude. I'm the dude that's, that's going a little toxic in video games, you know? Damn. So on a regular basis, especially that I've been playing WoW recently and like, you know, I'm, I'm back to my, there's an alliance that he's kill on site. So, um, yeah, I guess that's it on a, on a regular. It's probably me. Right now? So, yeah. That is all the questions that we had easy yep super easy have we have we had this one i got this question too and i think it's a repeat so i didn't ask it but i'll go yeah. ahead and say it again because I, I think we just we've done this one recently but it says um uh darth spock asked us oh, what's a video game that you could wish you could experience for the first time and i think we recently just had this one yeah i think we both said ff7 or something yeah it's definitely seven for me. I think so. my answer would probably be like, I don't know, Diablo 2 in its prime? Maybe. D2? 
But yeah, like, but I could go. I could go play. Like, I don't even remember it, man. Yeah, that's why I want a remaster for that to come out. Yeah, it's be been twenty something years since I played it, so it'd be cool. It'd be cool to throw down a little bit on some Diablos. Yeah. Um, aside from seven, though, because I think that's my cookie cutter answer for a lot of a lot of games. I'm honestly, man, God of War was fabulous the first time, and it was just the story. I wasn't expecting the story to be that good. Um, that's stupid. That's a stupid answer. Because why? that's like 40 hours of content. You could re-experience Diablo 3 for the first time, and you know you're going to play that more than 40 hours, and obviously enjoy it so much that you build a channel from it. It's just a, no. it's a, it's a, low, it's, it's a small brain play. The, ex, the experience of, of Diablo's campaign doesn't stack up to the experience it's of It's not many just other the campaigns. campaign. It's the whole game. We're, we're talking about the whole game. You experience fresh. Imagine, you know, playing ROS again for the very first time. You're going to get way more value than 40 hours of God of, God of War. Yeah, you could also say wow, too, because I have more sure. time in that yeah. than any other game. That's a better history. answer, yes. But but I'm talking about re-experiencing 15 years of content. Yeah, you know? sure. That's what, but the they, they, just did, they just did <laughs> classic. And classic, it wasn't the same, man. Yeah. Like, classic... Still wasn't the same. Right. That's why I'm saying, like, I would like to experience DL2 in its time because I wouldn't yeah. have that expectation of, like, oh, this is shit. You know, yeah. graphics compared to, <laughs> yeah. you know, you, YouTube, YouTube breaks things, man. It changes the way. Like, like, wow was the last major video game that I played before really the existence of YouTube as it, as we have it today. Like, when wow came out, you didn't go to YouTube, you didn't go to Twitch streams, and you didn't go to like like Wowhead and Icy Veins, and these sites didn't exist mm. where you had all your metas lined out. When Wow dropped, you were like, I'm not really sure. I don't even remember where we got our info back in Classic. Like maybe Wowhead might have started to come around around then and, and Thoughtbot and some of these other uh, websites, but it was, it was different because people weren't as experienced. Like now, people fucking cleared... cleared um, the, the first raid in what, like five hours or some shit? Mm -hmm. It took weeks the first time, like 13 weeks the, the first time when it dropped. Same game, what's different? Fucking YouTube and the internet. Mm -hmm. You know, people can share ideas. You know, so I don't know. That's all I'm saying. Right that That's it though. That's all, that's all the questions we had. Easy. This game's easy. Yep, yep. Easy, easy. Blog post was interesting, man. That came out of left field today. I was like, yeah. "What? No, they didn't. We're not. We're not due for a blog post. Yeah. We still got like two or three weeks." I was ready to like, you know, deep dive in the annals of Reddit to find some Diablo stuff to talk some about. Some Diablo stuff, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> they made it easy. About, dude? We got our Goblin post right on top. <laughs> it's true. Biggest news of the day. Yep. 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 More more upvotes right now than the quarterly update. Is that switch? That's it. Unbelievable, <laughs> that's unbelievable oh so, uh, that's all we had for the podcast if you guys want to catch more of me you can catch me at the p child on twitters and at the p child everywhere yeah yeah YouTube, i'm lord underscore fluffy double those underscores on the twitter we'll see you boys next week peace out peace.